Hello, and welcome to a sleepy episode of the Brain Ladle <laughs> Trivia Podcast. I am your snooze-filled host, Dave. Way to sell it. Well, you know, I'm trying to go for a more mellow vibe. I don't want to just be like, hey, everybody, in your face. You know, we're a little, we could be chill, be mellow trivia, you know. Take a moment, think about what your answer is, and then move on, man. It's all good. So are you saying you want me to calm down? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we've gotten complaints, and and you need to chill out. Okay. With me, as always, <laughs> is my serene co-host, Kells. What's going on out there? My subdued co-co-host, Andy. How you doing, Ladle Brainers? And... The sensei of this trivia tournament of champions. Well, none of us are real champions. Well, <laughs> Neil. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest oh, thing wow. I've ever heard in my life. I did not know that was you. <laughs> that was crazy. I thought we had interference or something. <laughs> so. I'm a little fr- afraid to ask, but uh, uh, Sensei Neil, what are the rules? Yeah, I apologize for that outburst. Uh, the rules are every week we have a theme, and within that theme we have six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points, and there's an occasional bonus question. And then we have a final question, which can be worth up to 100 points. I have an extra special bonus for you guys and the final question this week and i'll share that when we get to it mm. last week's theme was love mm. and i was talking to friends of the show uh jeff and anthony El about that. <laughs> and they actually helped me come up with most of today's questions the theme today is kind of the opposite of love. It is breakups. You know, just I, I like the top the topic. That's very interesting. But as a quick aside, I'm concerned about Jeff and Anthony. <laughs> Why is that? Well, they they did cults, and uh-huh. half of the toy episode involved toys being used for nefarious purposes, and. I'm just concerned about their mental state or well-being. Are they okay, Neil? Yeah, and in fact, um, my original idea was to do hate, and they oh. they suggested that we we tone that down a little bit and just and go with breakups. Well, I'm glad that they served as a mellowing influence. Yeah, because <laughs> you know how excited I get sometimes. I do. I do. I'm glad they kept you in line. So, are we ready to start? Y'all ready? Let's do this. Okay. Category one, science. (laughs) We're just going to get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. Question one. A simple O-ring caused this disaster that was witnessed by children around the U.S. Locked in. Locked in. Can you say this again, please, sir? I will. And you don't have to call me, sir. Okay. Appreciate that. A simple O-ring caused this disaster that was witnessed by children around the U.S. Oh, okay. 
I'm locked in. Davo, what was your answer? Uh, the Challenger explosion. Okay. Else? I took me a second, but you said children, and I vaguely remember hearing that they showed this in classrooms because I believe teachers were on board. That would be the Challenger explosion. A teacher was on board. Yeah, a teacher. Oh, just one. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And Andy. The Challenger explosion. The answer is the Space Shuttle Challenger. And to be accurate, because I know you guys want to be accurate, the O-ring that uh, caused the seals, the, the seal to fail, causing a breach in the SRB joint, which allowed pressurized burning gas from within the solid rocket motor to reach the outside and impinge on the adjacent SRB aft field joint attachment hardware and the external fuel tank, which in turn led to the separation of the right-hand SRB's aft field joint attachment and the structural failure of the external tank. And obviously, aerodynamic forces would break up the orbiter. So, clearly, yes, yeah, yeah. that's. But you guys knew that. I didn't need to. Elaborate. Yeah, that's totally. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, made the most sense. So was the O-ring then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the O-ring failed. Question two in science. <laughs> What is the name of the process in which the nucleus of an atom splits into smaller parts? I am locked locked in. in. I have an atom sounding answer locked in. Also locked in. Okay, Devo? Uh, Fission. Okay. Kells? I also went with fission. And Andy? I also went with fission. Guys are doing really good in the science category. Oh my goodness. Nuclear fission. Woo, that was a total guess. Not to be confused with nuclear fusion, which is different. Okay, question three in science. In biology, what is the name of the process in which a cell is divided into two pieces, to two nuclei? Oh. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Locked in. Okay, Kels. I'm hoping it's mitosis. Andy? Divorce. Devo? Mitosis. Correct answer is mitosis. And finally, in the fourth question in science breakups, what is the biological sounding term for chunks of ice that break off from a glacier? Or for I should say for the process of those chunks of ice breaking off the glacier. There's a word for that? It's not just there's ice breaking off that glacier? <laughs> there, there is a word. Oh, yeah, all right. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I got 500 in science. I can't complain. <laughs> is Davo still thinking? I'm still thinking, but I'm done thinking. I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, Andy? I think the word you're looking there for is global warming. Okay. (laughs) Deva? I wasn't real happy with it. I I know what it is, but it's just not coming to the forefront of my mind. So I went with cleaving. Else? Hmm. I said chunking. (laughs) Deva, you were so close. The word is calving. Oh. Man. 
like like a cow. Where I'm from, like we, a cow having a baby. I was going to say, <laughs> in the farming area, it's a whole totally different thing. <laughs> the the words are actually etymologically related. All right, at the end of the science round, we're actually doing pretty good. Kells and Devo have thirty, and Andy has twenty. Hooray! If I may interject real quickly, I neglected to mention that Kells is an orange belt in the Kumite. And Andy and I are mere yellow belts. All right. Category two in breakups, celebrities. Question one, a motorcycle mechanic and an Academy Award winning actress ended their marriage in 2010 after evidence of his multiple affairs surfaced. Who is this couple? I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. I'm I'm locked in, but I thought he did something different. Devo? I believe this is Jesse James and Sandra Bullock. Kells? Jesse James and Sandra Bullock. And Andy. I was thinking it was Roseanne Barr, and I couldn't remember the husband's name, but he was in construction, not a motorcycle mechanic. I don't know who that would have been, but that's Maybe. not correct. The correct answer was Sandra Bullock and Jesse James. Kells and Devo got it right. Question two. The violent and very public breakup of this pair of Grammy Award winners raised issues of privacy in the media around domestic abuse cases. Locked in. Oh. Locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Andy? Whitney Houston and uh, uh, Bobby Brown. Deva? See, I I started with that. And then I thought, oh, there's Ike and Tina Turner. And then I thought, Ooh, no, that's too early. Yeah. And then yeah. I went with uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown. And that's what I was trying to come up with. That's the right one. And Kels. I also went with Chris Brown and Rihanna. Correct answer is Chris Brown and Rihanna. So the yeah. reason was the, I think a picture of her basically being beaten up had been um, released I mean, it showed her with bruises on her face and, and stuff like that. And they normally don't name people who are victims of domestic abuse, but they did for her basically because she was famous and everybody, all the media did it. And so that's raised issues of, of privacy. All right. Question three, celebrities. This married duet had a successful variety show for four seasons. Then their divorce caused them each to do a season of a less successful solo shows before reuniting as a divorced couple for two more seasons. I'm locked, locked in. in. A variety show? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm going to lock in with something. Oh. Okay, Kels, go ahead. Uh, I'm not even sure if they got divorced at all during during their run, but I just guess Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. Okay, Andy? Sonny and Cher. Oh. Sonny and Cher. Correct answer was Sonny and Cher. They had their show for four years. Um, they weren't happy for most of them, but they finally got divorced sometime, I think, during the fourth season. Um, then there was, Sonny had his own show and Cher had her own show. And uh, his especially didn't do very well because it was at a bad time slot. And then they decided to get back together and uh, they did two more seasons before they got canceled. 
I think they were the first. Just weird. I think they were the first uh, TV show that had a divorced couple as the stars. Yeah, that's just weird, especially for the time period. And they would. I, I remember watching this as a kid, and they would actually joke about their bad relationship. Yeah. I mean, she would really kind of just, you know, make fun of him as a lover or whatnot on, on the air. And it was clearly canned. It wasn't like she was being mean. It was clearly stuff they wrote together and came up with. But uh, it was very obvious they were divorced and kind of teasing each other. But I think that, that that kind of uh, animosity that sort of came across there was one of the reasons that people didn't like it as much. It was a lot more fun when they were kind of playing and having fun and being a, like a happy married couple. All right. Question four. This Hungarian actress and celebrity was married nine times and had seven divorces and one annulment. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Devo? Zsa Gabor. Else? Zsa Gabor. Andy? Zsa Gabor. Correct. The correct answer was Zsa Gabor. Now, she had two sisters. I know you guys no uh ava right she was um yeah green Acre. ava gabor she also had a, yeah. another sister named magda who was an actress and socialite she was divorced five times with uh widowed twice and had one annulment so she had eight uh eight different marriages ava divorced five times so between them they had uh i think that's 22 divorces Two, two widows and two annulments. And interestingly, both Jaja and Magda married the same person about 16 years apart, an actor named George Sanders, who I think won a, I think he was an Academy Award winner for Best Supporting Actor for some movie. I forget what it was, but a movie in the 60s, maybe. That is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At the end of round two, we've got Devo with 70, Kells with 60, and Andy with 40. So let's move on to category three, which is television. Oh, man. Please not from the 60s. <laughs> I like the 60s. You would. Nope. None of these are from the 60s. Rat turds. I think we've got <laughs> 70s, 80s, and 90s. So you're saying there's a chance. Question. <laughs> <laughs> The affair between this doctor and nurse couple ends after his wife finds out, and he denies it, referring to the nurse as an old army mule with bosoms. Locked in. Um, locked in. Locked in? Kels? I, I guess MASH? I'm asking for the nurse and doctor couple. Oh, well, um, Hawkeye Pierce, and I don't know anybody else's name on the show. <laughs> Andy? <laughs> Major Frank Burns and Margaret Houlihan, or Margaret Hotlips Houlihan. Burns and Houlihan. It was Major Burns and Hotlips Houlihan. Question two. In what show did Blaine and Kurt break up in season four after Blaine admitted to cheating on Kurt, which was immediately followed by a performance of No Doubts, Don't Speak? Locked in. Quick trivia nugget about MASH in the movie Robert Duvall played Frank Burns. Right. Academy Award winner Robert Duvall? Yes, indeed. 
What is the name of the MASH theme song? Suicide well, is, painless. is painless. Well done. All right. I'm only talking about this because I have no idea how to answer this one. <laughs> I don't recognize the names, but so. I don't recognize the names at all. So I'm, a, I'm locked in. I'm locked That's... in. Davo, did you watch this show? Yes. Okay. Um, if it was one of these shows that I'm guessing it was, I'm guessing you would watch, and my guess is Melrose Place. Okay. So that was your answer? Thanks yeah, for that's my guess. That. Uh, no problem. <laughs> um, because you threw in a song there as well as a pop song, um, I'm going with High School Musical. Okay, Dave Glee. Oh, shh. The correct answer. High School Musical is the movie. Glee is the TV the show. The answer was Glee. <sighs> oh. show I didn't watch. I watched it because I had three girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad at myself. The movie was... I, I hated those things. Oh, I hated those <laughs> things. Oh. All right. Question, question three in TV. In season three of Friends, what excuse does Ross famously give for cheating on Rachel? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. I'm mad that I noticed, by the way. Just so everyone knows it. I'm mad. Right. Deva? We were on a break. Else, we were on a <laughs> stupid break. <laughs> we were on a break. I made this too easy. Question four in TV: This teenage couple broke up in season four of The Wonder Years. Else, this was a TV show from oh, the eighties. Ah, okay. uh, no, I loved it. I'm locked in. Oh crap. What I can think of you do the actress name, but I can't think of the character name. Out of tune. I can give you f- first and last names if you want. I, I mean, it's, it's on you, Nick. <laughs> I'm just looking for first names. Okay. Hey, Dave. What? Uh, lend me your ear, and I'll sing you a song. <laughs> You'll try not to sing out of key? You know what? Um, don't do Beatles. <laughs> he wasn't. He was doing Joe Cocker. <laughs> Doing the Beatles. Doing the Beatles. I'm locked in. No, I've never heard the Beatles version of this song. Like the original version. I never. Kells, you need to come over some afternoon so I can take you to school. We need to... That sounds creepy. No, it's it's not. Um, I need to show Kelvin the light. Is that what you call it? The light. The Beatles are the light, and light is good, and good is the Beatles, and there you go. I'm locked in as well. I'm mad at myself, but I'm locked in. Okay, I'll let I'll let Andy go first. Kevin and Winnie. Oh my God! What a win! <laughs> Took me a minute. I couldn't come up with Winnie's name. I could only come up with the actress's name at first. Davo. I had Winnie Cooper. I know Winnie Cooper. I could not remember his name. I wrote down Josh because I'm an idiot, but I could not remember <laughs> Kevin's name. Ke- Kevin Arnold. And Kells. God bless best. Kevin Arnold, Winnie Cooper. The correct answer is Kevin and Winnie. So Supposedly, the reason the writers broke them up is because Danica Patrick had had a growth spurt and the height difference between the two actors was pretty significant. 
And so they decided to basically separate him for a while and hope that Kevin caught up. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, really I, I don't is. know if that's true or not, but that's something I read on the internet. So take it for what it's worth. I got two words. Apple crate. It's worked for Tom Cruise for 30 years. <laughs> okay. I would say you guys should be happy that the next category is sports, but you're doing really well, so it may not make that much difference. What are the scores? I want oh, to I forgot the scores, didn't I? Davo has 100, Kells has 80, and Andy has 70. Yeah, anybody's game. Anybody's game. Well, except when you're in last place. You still got a shot, Andy. Mathematically alive. Never tell me <laughs> the odds, Davo. Question one in sports. These are these are kind of all teams that broke up with their uh, original cities and moved somewhere else. When the Ooh. Baltimore Colts moved okay. to Indianapolis pretty much overnight, many Colts fans were outraged and disowned the team, including what former Colts quarterback who now has a statue outside the Ravens stadium? Locked in. Locked in? I'm still thinking. It's not Kevin Arnold. It's not Peyton Manning. Tom Brady? It's, it's, all right, I'm punting. I can't believe this. I. You punt on Michael Keaton? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have this one. It's driving me crazy. You're going to be really mad at yourself. I know, I know. Super mad at yourself. Ray guy. <laughs> David, what's your answer? I'll give you my answer as soon as Kells doesn't leave me hanging. Hang time. Oh, there we go. Oh, that one's a beaut. It's a beaut. He's going to pin him. so high. Uh, my answer is uh, Johnny Unitas. Kells? Johnny U. And we got a punt from Andy. Yeah, that would make. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that one really stings. But but they you got them pinned at the ten though, Andy. <laughs> no, I don't. That was a glorious I am the Rams in this moment. <laughs> Andy, thanks. Too soon? Too soon? Andy, thanks for the segue. Thinking <laughs> speaking of stinging, the Hornets broke up with Charlotte in two thousand and two and moved to New Orleans. What was the name of the new Charlotte NBA team when it began in two thousand and four? Locked in with the nugget. Locked in. Locked in. Andy? It's the Bobcats, isn't it? Oh, we'll find out here, Davo. Bobcats. Oh, so. In honor of their new owner, um, Mr. Bob Johnson, they went by the Bobcats. Correct answer was Bobcats. For what, two or three years? No, it was longer than that. It was, it was a bit longer than that. They were terrible, so nobody really noticed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they finally got their name back when the New Orleans Hornets went to being the Pelicans. That allowed them their opportunity to get the old Hornets name back. I think nowadays, don't don't some of the leagues retire names once a team moves away? entire team names so that you can't like i know they did that in houston so once houston's uh, the oilers moved to tennessee um they retired the name oilers so that houston couldn't have another team called the oilers how do you usually retire depends. it 
I mean, do you buy the rights or? No, the league does. Oh, the, the league, league retires it. Oh, yeah. That usually depends that. on the acrimony or how the how the team moved. If it was under well, good or bad circumstances, like for the Cleveland Browns, when they moved to Baltimore and became the Ravens, uh, the city of Cleveland took them to court and made them keep all of the history for the Browns. Like the Baltimore Ravens essentially are their own franchise that started as the Baltimore Ravens, even though they moved because the city of Cleveland wanted to keep their Cleveland Browns for when the expansion team came around so they could attach the history of the Cleveland Browns to that new team. Oh, well, speaking of Houston and acrimonious removals, when Bud Adams broke up with Houston and moved the Oilers to Tennessee for the 96-97 season, what city did they move to? I'm locked in. Oh, this feels tricksy. It does. Yeah. It? I don't feel comfortable, but I'm, I'm locking in. I feel like this is a trick question. Would I do a trick question? Yes. Never. I'm locked in, but I... I'm locked in as well. Okay. Uh, Devo. Well, I think you're Trixie because they currently, as of now, play their football games in Nashville. But in their inaugural season, their first couple of games were in Memphis and they also played in Knoxville. So the answer that I put down is Memphis. Okay. Hey, Kells. I also went with Memphis. And Andy. I too went to Memphis, and I thought for sure I was wrong on this one. So here's the deal. The correct answer is Memphis. Oh, oh good. But they had they'd always intended to move to Nashville. But at the time, the biggest stadium in Nashville was, was the Vanderbilt University Stadium, which held like 41,000 people, I think. And... Mm. Adams was like, oh, well, that's not nearly enough to, to, to hold our team. So they looked into uh, Knoxville, but the biggest stadium there wasn't that big either. So they ended up going to, um, I forget the name of the university in Memphis, but it was a bigger stadium there. And then it turned out that uh, the people that live in Memphis who wanted their own NFL team were like, screw those guys. We want our own team. We're not going to support a team that's going to be moving to Nashville in a couple of years. And the people in Nashville said, you know, we're not going to drive three to five hours to get to Memphis. So they ended up having uh, average attendance of like 17,000. It was some of the smallest. Oh. I mean, there were colleges that were getting way more people attending than oh, they were. Yeah. There were games where there were more, um, like more Browns fans than than uh, Titans fans there. Ugh. So wow. after that, after one year in Memphis, um, the the team decided that they would just go ahead and move to Vanderbilt and and play there because if they're only going to be drawing a handful of people, they might as well play in a where they where they want to end up. So that's a long story of why they played one one year in Memphis. <laughs> Well, it's well, frustrating too with all this moving around, and Chicago is still waiting for an NFL team. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. 
this one might be a little bit complicated. I, I know I write complicated questions sometimes, but it makes sense to me, which is really what matters. Okay. <laughs> okay. It doesn't need to make sense to the people I'm asking. As long as I get it. Okay. At the time that the Quebec Nordiques moved to the U.S. in 1994, they were the smallest market in the NHL, the Quebec was. Uh, after they moved, that left which team as the smallest market, which also moved to the U.S. two years later? You know what? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm drawing a blank. All the teams that, that I can think of that are Canadian are still Canadian. Or are they? Mm. Pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> well, just to be clear, Kels, I'm wrong. So, no. <laughs> I just lock in with a wrong answer. Devo? Well, when you started asking about the Quebec Nordiques, I was all excited because they moved to Colorado. And became the Avalanche, which is my favorite hockey team. But you decided to ask about the second smallest market before the Nordiques moved, which I right. believe was in Winnipeg. Okay. So your answer is Winnipeg? Winnipeg, yes. Manitoba's okay. finest. <laughs> and Kells? Winnipeg was the only team that I could think of. So I also said Winnipeg. And Andy. For the second episode in a row, I'm going with the Canucks. Okay. The correct answer is the Winnipeg Jets, who yes. in 96 became the Arizona Coyotes. Mm -hmm. And then someone else subsequently, Kells, moved to Winnipeg and became the Jets again. Oh, man. That... I forget. I knew which, I seen the new logo. I was like, man, they. Which leads us all back around to that acrimonious split. To the Browns. Yeah. The current Jets began as the Atlanta Thrashers in 99 2000 season. Yes. And then um, in 2011, they went back to, or they moved to uh, Winnipeg and became the Jets. Because it turns out Atlanta is a terrible hockey market. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Phoenix is great. Hey, there's yeah. a lot of retirees. All those snowbirds going down. <laughs> okay, after round four, we've got Devo at 140, Kells at 120, and Andy with 90. I feel good about this. Comeback trail. Okay. Cinderella story. Now this, Let's do this. Next category is music, Andy. This is all about you. Yes. So these are bands that break up for different reasons. In 1972, oh, Jefferson Airplane broke up and basically split into two different bands. One was Jefferson Starship. What was the other band founded by Jormy Kakonin and Jack Cassidy? And I apologize for butchering Jorma's name. No, you got the names right. right. Yeah, but I don't I have no idea. I'm locked in. I'm going to lock in with a word. <laughs> all right i i don't know the story but i'm locking in with a logical guess okay Devo, what was your one word airplane okay else i said starship and andy 
I'm close to what David, but I think they maybe kept the original band name. Maybe they remained Jefferson Airplane Starship was the offshoot. Um, I see where you were going, and without knowing the answer, that's a logical way to approach it. But the correct answer was Hot Tuna. I've never heard of that. That's what? insane. Wow. Did not know that. So, sounds gross. So just it sounds really nasty. <laughs> I, I didn't know this either. But when I was looking up uh, bands that broke up, this one came up. And uh, Anthony and I were, were sharing this document when I was writing it on, on Google Docs. And I wrote the question. And before I had put in the answer, he was watching what I was doing. And he typed in Hot Tuna. So he knew it immediately. So that was kind of my gauge that it's a gettable wow. question did they have anything that charted uh i don't know i think they were more of a hmm. i think they were more of a jazz band all right hold, hold on one second i got my my billboard book right behind me are hot 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 butter hot chocolate hot legs house of pain no hot tuna never had a song <laughs> okay no just so you know now you can all go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> they did put out like uh, 12 or 13 albums between 1970 and 2011. Wow. How many? Looks like uh, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, uh, 13, 14. A bunch. Props were not given up. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going because we're having so much fun. <laughs> 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 Question two. During okay. a 1980 fundraising concert for Senator Alan Cranston, this band broke up on stage with the singer and the guitarist threatening to beat each other up after the show. They didn't play together again for 14 years. And for a bonus, what was the name of their reunion album released in 1994? I had no idea. The band was playing at a fundraiser? For Alan Cranston. Yeah, and the guitarist did not appreciate the fact that they were getting into politics because he didn't think that had any place. And so the story is that Alan Cranston's wife went backstage and said, thank you for doing this fundraiser. And the guitarist said, you're welcome, I guess. And that threw the singer into a rage that carried forward onto the stage where they were threatening, threatening to beat each other up during the show on microphone. Wow. And the, the guitar, um, I'm the locked in. I got no idea. Neither do I, Andy. Don't you worry. I'm going to, I got a guess. I am locked in as well. And yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave. I believe that this was the culmination of the tempestuous relationship between Glenn Fry and Don Henley. So I went with the Eagles. Oh. Okay. And their oh, album man. was called Hell Freezes Over. I also said the Eagles because once I ruled out the Jackson 5, it made the most <laughs> sense. Um, but the album, I had no idea. So I just wrote down Return to Hotel California. Okay. And Andy? I'm so embarrassed because I have hell freezes over and I obsessed over the Senator, not about the years. It's definitely the Eagles, but I wrote down guns and roses. Uh, the correct answer is the Eagles and hell freezes over. 
So you were pretty close, Devo, except it was um, Don Henley was not the guitarist. He was the drummer. And, but he was a singer. Well, but it was Glenn Fry. Yeah. He, Glenn Fry and who else? Um, who who was the guitarist, fight. Andy? Randy something. Oh, you're you're thinking of uh, Joe, Joe no. Walsh, the other one. No, there was there was Timothy B. Schmidt was the bass player, right? Joe Walsh, Glenn Fry, Don Henley, and Randy something. It. No, they had a they had a, th- a, a rhythm guitar it was uh, or a Don, lead guitar. Player. No, it was it was it was Don Felder. That guy, yeah. That guy, yeah. He's the only guy that doesn't actually have a lead in any song. Full points to Devo. Kel's got the question, but not the bonus. Question three in Music Breakups. Jason Mazel's murder in 2002 led directly to this group's breakup. Locked in. It would help if you know who Jason Mazel is. Yeah, I'm locked well, in. I'm locked in with something. Pretty sure I know this. Are you locked in, Andy? I am, yeah. Okay, what's your answer? Run DMC. Eva? What? I I said Sublime because okay. Sublime, sure. Why not? And Kells. If I told you that Jason Mazel's stage name was Jam Master J. <laughs> You would have gone with Run DMC. Most Ooh. likely, yes. <laughs> that was indeed Jam Master J, and it was Run DMC in the aftermath Dang of his it. murder, which I think is still unsolved. Yeah, uh, it is. The other two guys said, "You know, we're not. We're just not going to go on anymore." I think this will be an easy one, but uh, I thought it was interesting. These brothers, who had a number one hit with Kathy's Clown, broke up in 1973 and didn't speak to each other for another 10 years, except while at their father's funeral. Locked in. Oh. Yeah. I'm locked in. Uh, okay. Sure. You locked in? I'll play your game, Trebek. Yeah, I'm locked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm locked in. Okay, Kels, what's your guess? I wrote down the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Andy? I am sorry to laugh. That's rude, but it's just so far removed from the Everly Brothers. See, I think I would have went with the Brothers Gib. I did not. <laughs> I did not. See, I would have gotten this question right if i had played the 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 if i had played andy instead of the question because i wasn't sure about the question but andy answered so fast and i know he loves the everly brothers that's not what i did that's not what What'd i did you do What'd uh you the do? davies brothers who who ray and dave davies the kinks yeah oh, who oh are also still not speaking with each other yeah they they hate each other with a yeah, fire really oh my god yes so apparently the story is that they've been playing together for a very long time and I think they were starting to get on each other's nerves anyway, but they went to a concert. I want to say it was at, uh, at, uh, Knott's Berry Farm, but I could have that wrong. But anyway, one of them showed up drunk. The other one got mad and 
bashed his guitar over the drunk one's head and walked off the stage. Um, and they were the Everly brothers. And, and if I could add a trivia nugget, um, they never really completely patched it up. And I'm in the middle of Paul Simon's biography right now, which I'm sure all of you are reading as well. And uh, he talks about the last Simon and Garfunkel tour, they had the Everly brothers come on the tour with them because Simon and Garfunkel really patterned themselves at the Everly brothers. And Paul Simon talks about the first warm-up gig they were doing. These guys showed up and they hadn't spoken to each other in years and they pull up in the parking lot and Art and Paul Simon are there and they're both like, okay, let's do this. Just very <laughs> non-committal. No, hello, how have you been for the last few years? Just let's get on with the gig. That sounds about right. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, uh, Kels, your, your answer was a joke answer. But just to be clear, yes. the, the Doobie brothers are not actual brothers. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, just making sure. But they are real doobies. They turns out. I'm sure they've had a few. It's such a bad impression, but I still love it so much. So bad it's good. It wraps back around, it wraps back around on itself. It's it does. Uh, <laughs> All right. After round five, our scores are thus. Devo with 152, Kells with 140, and Andy with 110. Anybody's game. Anybody's game. In <laughs> I'm going to have to... I, I'm going to have to ask you to stop doing this. <laughs> I, I won't do that again. I'm just getting a little punchy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Category six in breakups is companies. These are companies that broke okay. up for various reasons. Question one, an antitrust suit by the Department of Justice against AT&T AT eventually led to the splitting off of a number of regional telephone companies. What alliterative name were those companies known as? And for a bonus, within one, how many of those companies were there? Okay. I'm, I'm locked, locked in. in. Uh, I'm locked in. I would have loved to have heard Neil say alliterative colloquialisms. <laughs> <laughs> no way I can say that. It's too late at night. Uh, Devo. Uh, I went with Baby Bells. Okay. And I said five. Else? I said the blue bells. And I just guessed seven. Okay. And Andy. I also guessed seven seven, but I remember my I remember this happening when I was a kid. I remember my parents referring to it as Ma Bell. Okay. So is that your answer? Yeah. Okay. Um Ma Bell is not an alliterative colloquialism. Just hey, well, good to know. Bobell was kind of the the parent company, AT and T. Okay. Baby Bells were the ones that were split off. 
Oh, duh. And there were, in fact, seven of them. Ooh. Ooh. I got the seven right anyway. So I've got Devo getting Baby Bell right without getting the number, and Kells and Andy both got the number correct. So here's a nugget. Of those seven, four are now owned by AT&T again. Two are owned by Verizon, and one is owned by CenturyLink because apparently the government doesn't care as much about monopolies nowadays. <laughs> well, I think because of cell phones too, it's a little bit. Well, they're fine with uh, with oligarchy, but not monopoly. Right, yeah, that's a good point. And I'm sure this is an easy trivia nugget, but you guys know what AT and T stands for, right? American Telephone and Telegraph. Right. I love the fact there's a corporation still advertising there into Telegraph. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question two. The German automobile company Daimler was known as what between 1996 and 2007, which were the dates that it was hooking up with what American company? Locked in. Locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. All right, Kells. Uh, Chrysler. Andy? Just because it kind of sounds like Daimler. Daimler Chrysler. Eva? Daimler Chrysler. It was indeed Daimler Chrysler. How come I've never heard of Daimler? Uh, Daimler owns Mercedes-Benz and a bunch of other German. And they're a multinational company. They own, they own oh. a bunch of different things. They used to do Maybach, but Maybachs are out of business now, I think. Okay. This will probably be pretty easy for you history types, but uh, in 1911, Standard Oil was forced to split into 34 different companies. What 1890 federal law was used to break up the monopoly? I'm locked in. Oh, luckily I just taught this. <laughs> Well, hopefully you talked about it while we watched the Super Bowl. Nope. I'm locked in. Dang it! (laughs) (laughs) I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. David? I'm sorry, I was talking to my dog. Um, (laughs) Your dog is named Dang It? (laughs) Sometimes. Um, I wrote down the Dawes Act because Andy mentioned that during the Super Bowl. (laughs) I can't remember this at all. Kells? I went with the law of the jungle. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. I don't think I don't think that was 1890. I think that was in the 1870s, though. Yeah. I know I missed it by like a decade. Andy? Dang it. <laughs> the good Republican from Ohio, John Sherman. The Sherman, Sherman Act. Act. The Shermer Act? <laughs> no, not the Shermer Act, because that's not real, is it? The Shermer Act is what he did in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's true. Yeah. The correct answer was the Sherman Antitrust Act. I'll... See, I was gonna. I wrote down Antitrust Act, but I didn't have the name. <clears throat> I knew it was an antitrust law, so that would not have given me credit. I don't know why I'm complaining. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I'm not sure either, but the the ghost of John Sherman's certainly going to haunt you tonight. <laughs> He's going to break me up into 34 little pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Our last and final question in this competition before the final. 
actual last question in this competition, is the following. This video game was acquired by Microsoft in 2000, developed a very popular game for the Xbox, and then split off from Microsoft in 2007. This is not right. Maybe you should write. Maybe you should, it might be right. Maybe you should put the right question down. I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it. I'm, I'm going to. We're going to go with that. I'm locked in. I know part of the story, but I don't know the whole story. Oh, I don't know. I know the video game that was in the middle of all this, but I don't know the name of the company. All right, I'm, I'm locked in with sort of maybe somebody will take pity on me. That seems unlikely, but we'll see. <laughs> Andy, what was your answer? I know it's the company that produced the the uh, the game Halo, but I don't know the name of the company. So that sounds like a punt then. Mm. Yeah, more or okay. less. Just oh, man. Guy. be clear. Hang tight. <laughs> uh, Devo? Well, as I, after I locked in, I started thinking about, hey, what was a big game for Xbox? But I'm a PlayStation guy. I don't know that. Oh, wait, it was probably Halo. This was long after I locked in, by the way. <laughs> so uh, what I actually, what I locked in with was EA. Mm. Okay. Uh, and Kells. Well, all I, all I knew was that um, Halo was probably the biggest game for Xbox. And, but I had no idea of what the studio was, so I just wrote um, Halogen Studios. Okay. Well, you... Okay, I want to be clear. I was in better shape than it sounded originally. Well, you were. <laughs> um, the, the game in question was indeed Halo, and it was developed by a company called Bungie. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't have I that. feel real bad about this now. That one wasn't in the pot at all. Mm. All right. Um, so, just so you know, that was a Anthony question. So, blame him. Thanks, Anthony. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> All right. We have pre-final scores ready. I've got Devo with 172, Kells with 152, and Andy with 132. So. I promised you earlier that we were going to have some bonuses with this final question. And so it's, it's mostly going to work the same way as, as other ones did. Other ones have been recently, but there's some additional questions you can answer for, for the bonus points. So we're talking about breakups. We haven't talked about countries yet, but you guys may remember that there used to be a, a group of um, well, a republic called the USSR. Since they broke up, there are now 15 post-Soviet states. I need you to give me 10 of them for 10 points each. And exact spelling Ooh. does count. No, just kidding. Just Whoa. Kidding. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was about to Wait say. Wait a minute. So here, here's the bonuses. So I'll give you about two minutes to try to name 10 of them. Um, for five points each, tell me how many of those 15 have joined the EU 
and five more points if you can name the ones that have joined the EU, five points each. So there's 20 bonus points available there if you can guess the number of states that joined the EU and list all, all of them. Andy, tell me, uh, tell me your 10. I did not get 10, but I'm genuinely proud of this first one because it's so obvious. I wonder if you guys missed it. Russia. <laughs> Bagnab it. <laughs> and yes, they joined the union. Ukraine. Uh, yes, they joined the union. Georgia. Armenia. Ooh. Uzbekistan. Lithuania. And yes, they joined the union. Latvia, yes, they joined the union, and Belarusa, uh, which I don't think they did. That's what was that last one? Belarusa, or is it Belarus? That's why I'm asking. Da, 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 da. All right, give me a minute. It's Belarus. It's Belarus. Okay, and so how many do you think joined the EU? Out of those, I picked three. I think Russia, the Ukraine, and Lithuania. And, and Lat no, I don't have Latvia written down, so I think they did now, but I don't have it written down. Okay. So I didn't lock in with that. Uh, Kells, what was your list? Okay, so I hope you're prepared to hear Stan a lot. Um, <laughs> so I went with Russia, and yes, they joined the EU. Uh, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, um, Kyrgyzstan. I don't think I've ever heard that one out loud. <laughs> Probably because nobody knows how to. I pronounce. think it's from a James Bond movie. Yeah, but yeah, I think it is honestly. But um, uh, Tajikistan, Azerbaijan, uh, Georgia, EU, uh, Ukraine, also EU, Bulgaria, EU, and Turkmenistan. So I got four in the EU. And it's Russia, Georgia, Ukraine, and Bulgaria. Russia, Georgia, Ukraine, and Bulgaria. Okay. Georgia. Sweet Georgia. Hey, Bill, what was your list? Um, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Azerbaijan, uh, Kyrgyzstan. Armenia, Ukraine, Russia, Uzbekistan. Um, was that nine or ten? That's nine. Uh, Turkmenistan. What? And yeah. <laughs> you just made that last one up. You just totally really, made that last one up. I really I did. I had it. I also had it, Andy. Uh, um, I had three countries in the EU, because apparently I, I didn't think of Russia or the Ukraine. I had Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, the Baltic states, in the EU. So I had three in the EU and the Baltic states. All right. Well, so if you were paying attention, I kind of blew the, uh, the last part, because I said, I told you that there were 20 points total 
available. Um, so oh. that was we that was a mistake on my part. Uh, but there are three that join the U, and we'll get to those. So I'm looking down the list here. Andy got Russia, Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia, Uzbekistan, Lithuania, uh, Latvia, and Belarus. Those are all correct. So that's um, mm -hmm. that's eight. You got mm -hmm. five points for guessing the three EU states. The only EU state you got correct was Latvia. So that gives you a total of 90 points. You didn't say Latvia. You didn't actually lock no. in with Latvia. No, I and, and I want to make this clear. I was going to say the same thing that I said Lithuania, and then I, I said yes to Latvia, then I admitted that I did not have that locked in. I realized that when I was reading them off, but I did not write yes next to Latvia, so don't give me okay. that point. so in that case, you got 85 points. You had it listed okay. as one of the states, but not as one of the EU states. Okay. Right. I had it listed as a state, but I and I, I misspoke when I said I had it as, I realized when I was reading them off, it was part of the EU, but I did not have it written okay. down. Rats. So, Kells got Russia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Azerbaijan, Georgia, Ukraine. Bulgaria was not a... Um, was not a uh, post-Soviet state. Turkmenistan is. So you got 90 for that. You missed the number of EU states. And of the EU, you didn't, none of the ones you listed were EU states. Well, Bulgaria might be, but it wasn't a post-Soviet state. So by my count, that gives you 90 for that question. Devo. I can tell you right away. I think he was perfect. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Azerbaijan, Kyrgyzstan, Armenia, Ukraine, Russia, Uzbekistan, oh, Turkmenistan are all post-Soviet states. There were three. And the three post-Soviet states that joined the EU were Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Woo! So wow, perfect, perfect sweep for David. We'll give wow. 120 points. I well think played, the only, sir. The only one of the post-Soviet states that none of you mentioned was uh, Moldova. I think all the others. Well, I didn't know that was part of. I didn't know that was part of. I can I conflate that with uh, Yugoslavia, honestly. Yeah, I kind of do as well. There's a lot of little countries. They owe me money, so I don't bring them up. <laughs> They weren't in a James Bond movie, so they're not really Russia. <laughs> so our final scores for the breakups quiz. I got Devo, I'm sorry, Andy with 217 points. Kells with 242. And Devo with 292 points. Ooh. Well done, Orange sir. belt for me. Hooray. Sherbert. It's going to look good on you. They have the orange belt thank has you. a slimming effect. Right, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you guys for an excellent game. Um, if you folks out there would like to send us some, just talk to us. We love when people talk to us, and if you want to help the show, there are a number of things you can do. 
at varying levels of commitment, let's say. The easiest thing to do is just keep listening to the show. We love doing it. We want to do it. Keep listening. Next step, review the show. Whatever your podcast app that you prefer to use, give us a review. Go to Google, go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go wherever. Give us that review so that it will make it easier for other folks to find the show, get into it, and thus the show will grow. And we will soon be trivia overlords of the world. But the final thing you can do, the final thing you can do is you can throw us a few ducats on Patreon. We have a Patreon page. We have some lovely patrons that we like to, we like to salute. Every dollar that goes into the show from the Patreon page goes back out through the speakers. We use it for equipment. We use it for programs. We use it for software. We use it for keeping this show going. So if you want to talk to us, hit us up on the Twitter at ladle brain, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on the old webpage we got going there. The app, you know, the brain ladle trivia.com hit us up at our email addresses. We have Kells at brainladle.com, Neil at brainladle.com, Davo at brainladle.com. Please, Send us some emails. If you are one of those folks that want to throw some Patreon dollars at us, and as a reward, as part of that, we have some bonus content that we throw out there for just those special listeners. And gosh, I'm just running out of things to say. Andy, do you have any shout outs you'd like to throw out there? Uh, no. Kells. We'll <laughs> Kells, do you have any shout outs? Uh well, you know, to all the fans, of course, and to uh a one Copeland and the Miss Sharon Jordan. I love you both. Uh, hey. And Neil, do you have any shout outs? Well, I want to say a special thanks to Jeff and Anthony for helping out with this quiz. And if anybody else has LFA. if anybody else has any ideas, uh, you can send me your your theme ideas. If you have some questions you want to send along with those, I'll be happy to use them in a competition. Yeah. So basically, if you basically if you want to be part of our torture, you know, just hit up Neil. Uh, or another way to put it, yeah. if you want to do my job for me, uh, feel free. I will. I will accept. <laughs> no one can do your job, Neil. Well, no one does so it. So for no, no one, one does, does it. <laughs> so from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. This is Davo with Andy. Good night, Gracie. Kells. Next time, he man. <laughs> and Neil. As another slightly more famous Neil once said, comma, comma, down, dooby-doo, down, down, breaking up is hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) He trumped you, Kells. Signing off. (laughs) The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.